Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 3, Chapter 25. On sure peace of mind and true progress. Christ the Beloved. This is what I said once, my son. Peace is my bequest to you, and the peace which I will give you is mine to give. I do not give peace as the world gives it. Peace is something everyone longs for. But it is not everyone who troubles to find out what brings true peace. My peace is to be found among those who are humble and gentle of heart. You will find your own peace in the practice of great patience. If you listen to me and follow my words, you will be able to enjoy great peace of mind. The learner, what then must I do? Christ the Beloved, you must at all times pay attention to what you do and what you say, and make it your constant aim to please me alone, desiring and seeking nothing apart from myself. Do not make rash judgments on what other people say or do, and do not involve yourself in matters which are of no concern to you. Keep these rules, and you will have little to trouble your mind, and that but seldom. You must not expect, though, never to feel disquieted, never to suffer grief of heart or bodily pain. Such freedom from trouble belongs not to this present life, but to the life of eternal rest. So don't go thinking that you have found true peace just because you feel no heaviness of heart. Don't imagine all is well with you, because no one happens to be thwarting you for the moment. And don't imagine you have reached perfection simply because everything turns out just as you want it. Even when you experience great devotion and inward sweetness, you must not think yourself a privileged person, one of God's close friends. It isn't by things like this that the true lover of holiness is known. Such things are no sign of a man's spiritual progress and perfection. The learner, what are these signs then, Lord? Christ the beloved, surrendering yourself with all your heart to the will of God, never seeking your own will, whether in great things or little, in time or in eternity, being steadfast in this attitude, so that whether things go well with you or otherwise, you go on thanking God in just the same way, letting nothing good or bad upset the even balance of your heart. If you have the courage, the unfaltering hope, to steel your heart to bear even heavier trials, when you have lost all inward comfort, if you do not complain of the injustice of your lot, as if it were not right for you to undergo such great suffering, 
but acknowledge the justice of all my dealings with you and praise my holy name. You may know then that you are walking on the true and unswerving path of peace. And nothing will be able to shake your hope of seeing my face once more in joy. If you reach that state in which you have nothing but contempt for yourself, you can be sure you are enjoying the greatest measure of peace possible for you during your stay upon earth. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we hear Thomas Akempis write things like he did at the end of this chapter, when you have nothing but contempt for yourself, you are sure to be enjoying the greatest measure of peace possible. We have to understand those kind of sayings as applying to people well advanced in holiness. St. John of the Cross talks about getting into a state in which you are so upset with yourself, but not upset in a, in a negative way, but you, you cannot seem to even stand yourself. You're so aware of your weakness and your nothingness, but yet it's combined with incredible peace. Okay, so what he's talking about here is a fairly advanced state of the spiritual life. Thomas Akempis is talking about that. He's not talking about a kind of situation where people have a very bad case of self-doubt and self-hatred and this kind of thing. And why do I say that? Because he says, if you reach that state, if you reach that state, okay, this is a state in which the Lord leads us into. Okay, so it's a grace. Now, many times in this book, this kind of point has come up. And for modern people who struggle with a lot of unhealthy loathing of self, all kinds of insecurities, feelings of discouragement, we really have to distinguish that from what he's talking about here, which is a great grace that the Lord gives you. And the test of whether our distrust of self, our disliking of ourself is from the Lord, is whether it brings peace. My peace I give you, Jesus says. Not as the world gives peace do I give it. My peace I give you, my peace I leave you. See, peace and joy. These are inward signs of the presence of the Holy Spirit. If our disliking of ourselves, our, our frustration leads us to be not peaceful and anxious and fretful, well, then that's not very good. There's actually a kind of pride behind that. But when we get into the state as we progress in which peacefully we're able to acknowledge what we are, 
and were able to peacefully sustain the Lord upholding us. See, the state that he's talking about here is a state in which Jesus himself has to uphold us because when we become truly aware of what we are, we can't even stand it. We can't. He has to sustain us. This is what he leads us to. And so the, but there is a kind of progression. And the progression is that gradually the Lord gives us more and more peace as we accept ourselves as we are. To accept ourselves as we are. And if we're going to be, enter into that state of surrendering to the Lord, surrendering our plans, our hopes, our dreams, we're going to need a lot of grace, a lot of grace to be steadfast in this attitude. We must pray for it. But we also have to, if we're going to reach that state one day, maybe it's kind of scary, maybe we don't want to reach that state, <laughs> but we do. The Lord leads us there. This is the whole thing. All we're trying to do is to follow the Lord. He's going to lead us where he wants to lead us. But what we can do is we can pay attention to what we say and what we do. Pay attention. Being careful. Living a self-reflective life. Not just doing whatever we want, but beginning to pay attention. For what purpose? To please him. See, the whole focus of our life is not on ourselves. This is why the Lord makes us dissatisfied with ourselves. This is why we begin to lack any kind of gratification in ourselves. It's so that our focus can go away from self to Him, to His will, pleasing Him. This is why last night was so important. We shouldn't be even too concerned with what other people say or do. No, our concern is for the Lord. And that's why the chapter keeps calling Him the Beloved. See a mother who truly loves her children and is told, well, you know, if you're going to look after this child, you may have to be up all night. If the mother will say, fine, <laughs> let me take care of my child. If I really, that's all it takes, I'm happy to sacrifice my sleep if it's really helping my child because the mother has a, her child as her beloved. And that love of a mother for her child is about the closest thing we can get to the way Christ loves us and the way we are supposed to love him. So we pray tonight for the grace to grow in patience and humility and gentleness because we'll never reach the state of surrendering to God which brings peace if we don't have these inward perfections, these inward strengths, the humility to not want what's more than we need, the patience to put up with sadness and not get angry, and the gentleness that even when we're angry, not to lash out. These virtues that we need, these stable dispositions, come from repeated actions. Holiness is not found in one day or four days or one week. Over and over and over again, we stick at it. We fall, we get up. We don't give up, and in the Lord's time, we'll become what he wants us to become. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.